And everything that I've achieved in, in my life started off as a dream, a dream that I made come true. And, you know, it's just something that, you know, like I, I worked really, really hard. And, you know, it all goes back to the first thing I sat down on this table and it's work ethic. You know, you really got to work hard. Welcome to Zyke Inspire Podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. If you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. So I'm back with another episode of the podcast. I'm solo. Go and listen to my last episode. Really, really good. I've done two episodes about the future is where I talked about tech, data, AI, the fourth industrial revolution. Um, and I've done a part two with my friend John. And go and find him on Instagram, um, Afro Blue Official. Um, you know, and he's someone that shares my interest with the passion with the youth and stuff. So it was really interesting to see his insight um, and addition to the episode I've done previous, talking about future work, education, and just, yeah, the way the world society is going to be. So... Yeah, man, like, you know, as, as I do, always run down what I've been doing, what I'm working on. Um, so at the moment, the desire to inspire CRC, um, which are doing the sports and mentoring. Um, there is a summer program that we're developing at the moment for West London. to be a program. And working in the London boroughs um, of Ealing, Hillenden, Hounslow, Hammersmith and Fulham and Brent. If there's anybody that has young children um, between the ages of 12 and 15, boys or girls, Anything to do in the summer holidays is six weeks, um, you know, and parents are always going to have commitments and stuff like that. If their siblings, you know, um, send, them, send them along. If there's anybody in schools that work with young people that want to tell them about any programs within the summer, we do that as well. Um, we've been really looking at expansion in terms of every borough. So again, if there's mentors in every borough, I'll speak, I'll speak about that later. You know, if you've got a passion to work with young people, if you've got experience working with young people, if you're interested in our movement, because we're about the holistic approach, and I give away intellectual property all day because I know that no one's going to execute like me. So, um, yeah, like, we're just trying to basically build a bridge and build a village, basically, that's going to support the young people in every area. And what we've seen is um, a lot of people are fighting for the same pot of money. A lot of people are doing more or less the same thing in a different way. And the only way really um, we can actually come together is we join forces. This is what I believe. So this is what I'm trying to do with the mentoring. I just want to focus on guidance, advice, support, you know, and yeah, just, just use sports again, like I said, as an engagement tool. So any young people or any parents listening to this, if you've got anybody that's interested in these free sports, boxing, basketball and football, we are running in the borough of Ealing first. So we use Hanwell Community Centre. We use Ealing Trail Finders for the football. And we use Gunnersbury Sports Hub. So they're all located in the borough of Ealing. If you live another side of the borough and you want to go to, um, if you know any venue, sorry, that could accommodate to any of these sports, please let us know because we're still crying our own space. But in the meantime, we um, will use any space that's available to us. So like I said, it's ages 12 to 15. Um, and turn time only, we do um, after school clubs, um, after school, from about 3, 4. And then Saturdays, afternoons, 1 to 2. Obviously, that's when school is running. Um, and then obviously, the next holiday is the summer holidays, which I just said, which will be 24th of July to the 1st of September. Um, again, like I just said, we're looking for new mentors. There's free stage vetting, very easy. 
and very simple. There'll be in-house training. So if you want to work with young people, we put safeguarding and child protection at the forefront of what we do. Before we deliver great work, we make sure we've got the background of keeping children safe, keeping children safe in our premises, keeping children safe um, in our company. So we've got to make sure that you have a basic level one of safeguarding, child protection awareness, youth work background, because we're coming from youth work, but now we're mentors because we're guiding people and we're supporting the youth. Challenging behavior as well, because some of the youth that need the most help and support are the ones that aren't really school ready or the ones that really aren't focused on education. And education isn't for everybody. So it's a bill to, or our, our goal really is be able to support schools and families with challenging behavior, teens, and be able to let them find the gift, find out what they want to do. And yeah, try and work around the school to prison pipeline and try to understand how the kids cannot even go through that pipeline, but starting at the very beginning, which is school. Um, yeah, so if you want to be a mentor, you must be 18 to 25 and have an enhanced um, DBS on the update service. It's simple as just Googling it and you have to pay for these services, but we will subsidize half of the price. You go online, get your DBS and when it's on update service, you'd have to keep getting DBSs. Everything is updated every year. It's only £13 per year. So we are looking for community-based and school mentors. You can either be a community mentor in the youth centre or you can work in a school with youth throughout the day or do after-school clubs. Or you could do both. It depends on what you like. And the idea is to work Borough Pacific. So we're working on in, in, in the back end and the admin, you know, the data and the analytics in terms of what's needed, um, how we're going to fund it, X, Y, and Z. So, yeah, if you're interested in being a community or school-based mentor for children and young people, Obviously, we are starting for 12 to 15 now, but once we expand, we get a bigger team. Um, there's only real, really a small number right now, but if we get a bigger team, then obviously we can go borrow to borrow. We can start doing bigger ages, and there's so many plans we have for school leave and school leavers and stuff like that um, for o- older, um, older young people, older adults. So our trial days will be four to six hours with travel expenses paid, and it will be a small lunch provided. So our next dates for the Desire to Inspire recruitment sessions are the 20th of July, so just before the summer holidays, and that will run just before the first term um, going back to school. So that will be from like the 20th of October. So again, like I said, if you want to apply, it's simple, going online. You can even go to a website that you know I recommend, which I've gone on myself, which is ucheck.co.uk, and again, you can go and do your enhanced DBS check. So along with the brand of D2I, that's why we've got Desire to Inspire podcast. This is the community interest company. But alongside of this, um, I'm creating a creative avenue for content. So I'm creating a documentary book called Behavior, Attitude and Mindset. And it's basically, if anyone's watched Educating, it's like a flying old documentary with interviews with teachers, professionals, parents. We want to get everyone together to to, to, to portray um, what we're trying to do and the message we're trying to put together. And I think it's amazing if we can have a visual of it. Um, and put it out. So that's what we're working on at the moment, um, working on online branding, working on just online presence in general. But the main thing for me is just doing projects, raising funds, and yeah, just work project by project, by project based and see the results. So again, apart from the youth work and stuff like that, I'm actually writing a book um, called Why Conversations Matter. And yeah, I'm just in the process of it. Um, I'm putting audio notes on my phone, and yeah, it's coming along very well. I really want to finish it. I'm probably going to be more focused 
and aggressive in the next like month or two. Um, you know, and I, and I find it hard, and I'm still struggling with the focus on one thing at a time. But um, I feel like when I get to a certain point, I'll definitely focus on the book 100%. So that's where I'm at with like you know my stuff that I'm building in the moment. And obviously, as you know, with the pod, we are on Spotify exclusively, and there is um, ways for 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 me to grow basically, you know, through streams and monetizing ad revenue but for me i wanted to put the work behind it i've got this is 79 this is episode 79 so i wanted to put the work in and put the episodes out you know and make sure that i got some sort of traction in terms of results and what people thought about it so yeah we're not open up to other platforms uh spotify is the one for now um and we don't do videos you know i would definitely want to try and stand out i want to find a way where if i have a guest it's authentic conversations already when you got a mic in front of you it's really unnatural so I'm trying to get the best out of people and get vulnerable as possible. And yeah, man, like I think like, you know, with the podcast, I really enjoy it. And I feel like everything I'm putting in as like advice and tools, I'm using literally every week, every day. So, you know, the work is there. And I generally generally feel like there's main traits that entrepreneurs have. And one of them is a high, high work ethic, a work rate, like continuous. This thing that you're trying to do, you're trying to build, takes a lot of patience and a lot of perseverance. And you got to find a way to keep going, <laughs> you know, and I think if, if it's the, if it's a passion, is it love for what you do? Is it difference you're trying to make? Find your drive, you know, because my drive is making a difference. My drive is inspiring the next generation. My drive is creating generational wealth. So, you know, you're only going to do that really by leading by example. Number one thing is like people don't want to really listen, but they'd rather watch you. You know, if you can be showing proof, if you can be person that's not just talking, you got to do, you know, Jay-Z, there was a video I was watching the other day and Jay-Z was saying, a lot of people can talk about what they've done, but what have you actually done? You know, write down the stuff you're actually physically doing rather than your plans. And it's great to show people what you're doing. It's amazing, right? But you have to give people actionable steps <clears throat> to actually what you're doing. And people can get inspired and motivated and influenced in a positive way. So even if you're working hard, right? And that's that's basically what it takes, right? Hard work. And patience as well, because nothing, nothing ever happens overnight. Like, yeah, this is this is a fact. So, you know, if you want to commit yourself and you don't see results in like a week, you got to go for another two weeks and three weeks and just again. That's why I said if you find a driving force, I don't feel like it's not going to be like a chore or you're going to feel anything because you you. It's not short term what you're doing. It's long term. So even if in the short term you have hurdles and setbacks and things you don't want to happen, but that's part of the journey. It's literally the only way. You're never going to meet an entrepreneur that hasn't been through loads of failures, loads of setbacks, loads of businesses, business ideas. Like, But find your driver. I don't know what your driver is. My driver is creating change, creating you know a difference, being an example. Like that, I love that. That's amazing for me. So find your driver, find your push. So if you don't have nothing, if you have nothing, sorry, um, until you do something. So you have nothing until you do something. So that goes back into the work of like, we're trying to create something and it happened through work, through um, diligence and through focus and discipline. So you got to be able to build positive habits, you know, in the end of the day. And you're going to fail more than you succeed. But in the end, you're going to win. That's what, what persistence really is, right? Persistence is hurdle, 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 win. Right, 
and getting used to it and loving the process, you know. I'm quoting a line from Ryan Leslie when he said, you know, success is just um, learning a hundred ways that something doesn't work until you find one way that does. And you love the process of failing. You, you learn to kind of like deal with it and understand it and know that it's, again, like I said, it's part of the process. And um, yeah, man, like you got to be able to build positive habits and make good decisions so these might too intertwine but you know my main thing is really just building positive habits and understanding what that is and you don't decide your future really you don't you have an idea you have a plan you decide your habits whether that's reading books every day whether it's going to networking events whether that's listening to podcasts like this whether it's going to youtube and watching motivational videos like whatever it is it's continuous it's your life it's something that's a habit and everything is learnt behaviour. Even where you are now is the stuff, the habits, bad or good, that you've developed five years ago. So what you're doing now is literally setting yourself up. But the only way you're going to really be control of your habits is be conscious of them. We've got so many co- subconscious behaviours that we don't even understand. And your habits really decide your future. So yes, go, in, go into your mind, go into your actions and really analyse where you're spending your time. What are you really doing? Um, what are the bad habits you need to weed out? Me personally... I've really cut out alcohol, I've really cut out sugar, I've really cut out, like, I've just been mad conscious. My spending, spending can be an addiction, like, really understand how your habits are really affecting you and how you can make the shift between building habits and the biggest thing I can say, you need discipline, you need discipline. Like, like from where you are and where you want to be, the gap is discipline. It's doing hard things, it's pushing yourself, it's doing it, even if you don't feel like it. And that is really what it takes. It's like, relentless relentless focus and discipline and and again if you're trying to improve and it means that much to you you'll make that short-term sacrifice it's it's, it's nothing in the end of the day because it's literally short term everything in life is more or less temporary there's always an end point and there's always a start point so you have to go after what you want the life that you want or you got to settle for what you have right now and you know the choice is yours man like you got to change your life or you're going to be the same there's no there's no middle ground there. Do you know what I mean? So it really starts from making strong, strong decisions. So one of the things that I use, one technique I use is called the five-second rule. So whether you want to make a decision and you're counting down, we use this in schools as well, especially primary, we're counting down five, four, three, two, one. You know, we do it in noisy classes with um, secondary school. It's like by one, something has to happen, right? You're counting down and psychologically it's making your brain do something. Something as simple as getting out of bed in the morning. I want everyone to do this if you've got your alarm. As soon as you hear your alarm, first put it out of the room. Don't put it in your bed or next to your room or anywhere near your bedroom. So once it's out of the room, you, you hear the alarm, five, four, three, two, one, get out of your bed. And the the maddest thing is like the feeling starts like, I'm going to go into my routine and morning routines in a bit. But like once you do it, it's obviously tough at the beginning. But like anything, like I said before, the habits, it becomes repetition, becomes normal. Then it literally becomes your behavior. So, you know, push yourself and get up in the morning. Push yourself and build them habits because literally if you do that, you'll feel much, much better over, over time. And obviously at the beginning when you start something, it's horrible, it's hard. You don't feel like doing it, right? But again, your feelings, I think, are fake, right? Or they're just a test to see do you really want it or why you want it. And really question yourself. Even if you relapse many times, keep asking yourself, why am I doing this? What I'm trying to get out of it? And I can guarantee you'll find an answer if you keep asking yourself the questions. So, The Five Second Rule is a book uh, by Mel Robson. 
And it really just goes down to making decisions and, you know, not really overthinking them and understanding that, you know, making a good decision is, is a difference between where you are and where you want to be. Little things as well. Nothing big. It could be something simple as literally getting up at, you know, four, three hours before work and working out or something like that, right? Again, your your, your life is predicated to decisions. So if you if you literally say, okay, I'm, I'm working, so I don't have enough time to go to the gym, it's nonsense, right? I myself, right, used to try and go after work, you know, after a long day, but then everyone does that. So now what I do, I've pushed myself and I get up literally at 4, 5 a.m., go to the gym, 6, 7 a.m. So by that time, the gym is open, it's empty, and you can I can actually work out and it's not too busy. And I found a way that works. I work out an hour every day before my day starts and that's me, that's my workout done. There's no excuses. If I want to have a good body, I can't sit on excuses. That's not going to give me the body that I want. That's not going to put, put me in shape and make me be healthy. So the five-second rule is a really good thing to um, use if you want to make good decisions and kind of understanding how to make decisions that you want to make. So again, I talked about habits and morning routines is so key. Today, I woke up at 4 a.m. I'm actually going to run down my list of what I've done and um, how I manage my mornings, basically, you know? So... For me, it's like waking up in the morning, like what you say to yourself, more than what you do is the most important thing. Are you waking up depressed? Are you waking up angry? Are you waking up with regrets from the next day? Or are you waking up saying, look, I'm going to say this is a new day. The beauty of life really is the morning, right? Because when you sleep on it, you know, you have arguments with a couple and they say, oh, just sleep on it. Wake up in the morning and just have a fresh start. That's the beauty of life. That's what I love about it the most. No matter how yesterday looks, tomorrow's always a day to make it better. Or focusing it, you know, it's gone. It's another day. So focus on trying to make it better or different. Hang on to things or hold on to things. Because I can be number one for that. But the morning routines that I have took from this book, which I'm about to drop, um, is something that, for me, personally, I feel better. My energy is more higher. I feel way more focused. And all of these really require discipline. And again, to develop these habits requires continuous, continuous work. You know, a lot of people try to get up early, right? And, you know, after like once once or twice, they're like, nah, you know, they can't do it. So this book I'm going to drop is called The Miracle Morning by Hal Alrod. Amazing book. And, you know, it really goes into, you know, it's similar to the 5 a.m. club, but it's more broken down into like specific things that works on your mental, you know, and it's more about your mental than your physical. And I would definitely say that... um these are the six things that, you know, I use. I used this morning, right? And they call it the miracle morning because it's meant to, you know, it's meant to give you miracles. But for me personally, I feel better. My energy is better. I don't feel my brain's more clearer and I don't feel like so like stuck, if that even makes sense. Like, uh, I don't I have to really, because I used to wake up angry sometimes. I used to wake up thinking, oh, I'm not where I want to be or, oh God, I don't have this. And straight away, the first thing. So, Okay, let's take away the six practices and start. Number one is gratitude. Wake up and say, I'm blessed today. I'm alive today. I'm grateful that I have two parents alive and well. I'm in good health. You know, think of things. We, I think, especially English people, we love complaining about what we don't have. We don't look around what we do have. And yes, we all want to strive for things. That's what I'm doing every day of my life. I'm dedicated to being better. But there's things today that you can be grateful for. And you can start as soon as you get up and be grateful before you get out of your bed. So meditation is something that I've adopted and I love it. It's number one. And I literally go on there, video, and I listen to it. 
and I kind of like be one with my thoughts and kind of like understand, okay, what I'm going to go today? Am I going to be su- successful in this or how am I going to attack this? Because I plan my day. So I process my day, I process my thoughts and I try and be positive basically and be in the now and be present. Number two is affirmations. So we're always trying to be confident in whatever we do. I'm confident in some areas, some I'm not. Some I'm very, very low in confidence. Some things I'm really great. I've got great confidence in, but you know, I have affirmations. Um, there's a calendar I've got of 32, I think, affirmations. And the idea is to say one every day for a month and stuff. And, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. When I heard affirmations, I just thought it was some foolishness. I'll be honest with you. But in your head, you're saying affirmations. The I am thing, you know, I am bad or I am not good or I am no. Flip that. And it works because when you say internal negative things, you start feeling bad. And it literally is reverse when you say good things. Um, visualization is amazing. You know, I got a vision board of of what I want to achieve currently and what I'm trying to work towards. And every day I put it in my kitchen when I cook, when I'm in there to take a drink out the fridge, it's there. You know, when they say out of sight, out of mind, give yourself these visual cues. That's what they that's what it's there for. Visual cues that and think about what it's gonna feel like as well, like when you when you got that, before you got it. There's a lot of people that say, you know, before I got this. I knew I was going to be like that because I visualized it. I, I believed in it. And it really starts with the affirmations and, and the visualizations in the morning. Number four is exercising. This is something that I love the most. I'm literally from lockdown become like the most healthiest guy in the world. I went from skinny to big. I've got pecs. I've got arms. I've got, you know, working on my belly, you know, working on my belly. But I feel like that's the biggest high you can have, you know, working on yourself, working on your body and your mind. So, in the morning, I do quite a bit, to be fair. So, you know, when it's exercising, I do one hour running, like I've done this morning, um, 30 minutes. I cycle everywhere. So it took me, what, 30 minutes to go to the gym and back. I play basketball. So I just practiced some shots this morning. Then I went to the gym for an hour, worked on my chest today. And I love boxing. I took that up maybe about eight, nine months ago. So at the end of every gym session, I'd take about five, 10 minutes, just practicing combos. And it just, again, release frustration, venting, you know, it's just amazing. Like, sports is such a thing that I love, and that's why I'm working with the youth on being physical and being fit, because that's one of the things that the youth, I feel, are missing is the ability to come off your phone and actually run around and have fun with a sport. And eating healthy is massive. Again, around 2020, I was super conscious. Um, I've done a course, um, online course, you know, lockdown, you're finding things to do. So I've done a course on nutrient, nutrient, and healthy eating, nutrition and healthy eating, sorry. And it basically spoke about the minerals and the vitamins and what food and drink that's needed to um, kind of have a healthy diet, if that makes sense. So yeah, man, like working on what you're putting in your body, your mind, and obviously what you're feeding your spirit, your soul. So I'm not going to run down what I had, but I make sure I try and have a balanced diet. Um, Always make sure I have fruit and veg. Always make sure I'm drinking a decent amount of water. And yeah, and that's number four. Number five is reading. And again, like, I drop books. So I know that most of my information is coming from inspiration. And one of the books I always go back to is the growth and development. It's not about, yeah, you can be an entrepreneur and be a successful entrepreneur. Um, you could be uh, an entrepreneur who can make money, but you're not disciplined. So that's one of the things that um, I want to be able to put out there is, like, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that, good in certain areas but not good in other areas so i always make sure i go back and read the laws there's 15 laws i'm not going to go and um 
talk about the 15 laws. Uh, but yeah, there's 15 laws of personal development. And today, because I'm currently focusing on it, is the law of consistency. So I read a few pages today. And then journaling is number six. So write down what you're doing today, what you're trying to achieve. And trust me, your day on your morning will be amazing. So today I got up at 4 a.m. So I've been up, I don't know how many hours. It's probably about 3, 3.30 now in the afternoon. Been up for a while. So yeah, it helps me, man. It helps me be focused. It helps me be, you know, have a clear mind. And it helps me be disciplined, <laughs> you know. And, and I've, I've done all six. Really, you're meant to do one a day. So I've really put crammed it all in. So morning routines are great. And that's the six habits broken down. And, you know, a lot of people make excuses for where they want to be, right? People come with all sorts of things, right? They might say, oh, you're black. Or they might say, I'm too short. They might say, I haven't got enough time. And they might say, I'm too young. They might say, I ain't got enough experience. If I sat on excuses, I would never be where I am. I would never worked in schools for three years and try to learn on the go, you know, and be where I am now with my own charity and stuff. So, I don't know, man. Like, it's not even advice, man. Just don't. You are the only thing holding you back in your life. And excuses and, 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 and you know, yeah, just excuses um, are holding you back from where you want to be. Don't make the excuse. Don't make the excuse because there isn't one, really. You know, there's hurdles and there's setbacks, and I have many, but there's no reason why you shouldn't try. You know, it, there's, there's, there's an old line I'm actually going to drop. It's called, it's okay not to know, but it's not okay not to try. You need to know, you need to try. You never know. You might surprise yourself. So, you know, don't make excuses for, for the next day, man. Make the change and be the change. And things happen over time, like I just said. So practice always makes perfect, but you have to keep going. Like, people stop. There's, there's, you know, there's, there's so many people that have ideas and what they want to do. The world's full of people that say, I want to do this and do that. There's people have all these plans in the world. But you have to keep going, you know. And I feel like, you know, people that stop really don't want it or really don't want it for the right reasons. And, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're patient and persistent, it'll always pay up if you never give up, man. So I'm going to wrap it up um, in a bit. I'm just going to drop... Um, one more book about habits, which is Atomic Habits by James Kerr. Amazing book about how to develop habits. You know, it could be anything. It could be eating the right food. It could be working towards your goals. It could be anything. And if, once you understand the habits that are limiting you, you can focus on the habits that can actually maximize your potential. So for me, I always go back to numbers because numbers don't lie. So it says there's 15 days to build a good habit and 21 days to break a bad habit. So I use that as a guide um, in everything I do. I know that, you know, repetition is the father of learning and I kind of push myself. So the last book I'm going to drop, you know, because it's about June, July now, it's half of the year. Are you where you said you wanted to be in January? Are you not? And if you're not, it's actually okay because, you know, I always have to pivot and change and reflect on where I am all the time. And reflection is really, really where it's at. Understanding what are the mistakes that you made, what have you done good, what what do you need to change, and um, yeah, I, I obsessively think about where I am, where I want to be every week. I do reviews every day. I understand, okay, like what do I need to change, and what's the time frame it's gonna take, right? Because you're not gonna say, okay, I want to change, and it happens tomorrow. Ideally, we'd love that, right? But you know, you have to make them small changes, them increment changes over time, and it will definitely make change over time. So. One of the books that I picked up, this is back in 2018, I always go back to this and I kind of know that you can change your life in at least, yeah, statistics say three to six months. 
So it could be you want to save money three to six months, or it could be you want to be in a certain place in your life or with somebody or somewhere. That's a nice time frame. So there's this book called The 12 Week Year How People Get More Done in 12 Weeks Than in 12 Months. So if anyone wants to get this book, it's by Brian P. Moran. But if anybody wants to get this book, what I'm saying is that you need to um, kind of know what you're doing daily. Well, really, what you're doing hourly. Use the 100 units of time, something I always go back to, which is track what you do every day for seven days for every half an hour. Anything. That's just not work. That's literally your life. Break it down. And you can literally see where your time goes. Because if you invest your time in, you know, um, stuff that don't give you a good return of your investment of time, then you've got to really review what you're doing with your time. So 12-week year is what you're doing and it all accumulates and builds up. So for instance, going back to all the stuff I probably just mentioned about habits and routines and disciplines, it's about knowing what you're doing every day, every hour, every minute, every month and saying, okay, if I want this goal here, that means all these small things need to be done daily, weekly to get to here. And then about three to six months, I'll make increment progress. And again, patience comes in that. So all these books are amazing. I go back to them. I've read them. Um, I take bits and bobs that work for me. Some things I don't understand. Some things I love. And I'm trying to take things out that um, apply. And again, I'm never a guy at the top of the mountain speaking down to people. I'm speaking to people and with people because we're all on the same journey to be a better version of ourselves. So this is Jerome for Desire to Inspire Podcast. And I'm out.